So, Christy, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. I'm loving the weather. I'm loving the weekend. I'm just really, really, really stoked. I'm going to take some time off this weekend, so I'm really excited. Oh, you going anywhere fun? I think I'm going to go to Tahoe with everyone else in San Francisco. <laughs> I mean, that makes sense. You might as well. It's close enough, and it's beautiful right now. Yeah. I Well, I so I just bought my new motorcycle, and so I've, I've been trying to get it to go somewhere, and so I think Tahoe is going to be – it's break-in period. I'm going to uh, to Tahoe. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So welcome to the show. I'm, I'm super excited to have you. I haven't seen you in – I think I haven't seen you since we did training last I'm pretty sure it's, so it's probably been almost two years now. Something like that, yeah. But yeah, around two years. I mean, I've kept in touch with you via social media and whatnot, but it's good to actually like get to talk to you and, and, and connect. It's good to hear your voice, yes. So, Christy, we start the show the same way every single time. And so uh, today, I'm going to ask you, why, why yoga for you? You know, I started with it and it was a complete freak accident and I just haven't turned back ever since. It just seems to be the perfect balance of everything that's missing, whether it be for the fitness aspect, the connectivity, the community. It's so much more than just, it's so much more than just the movement and it becomes a lifestyle. It kind of gets in your bones and then before you know it, things change in your personal life, in your physical life changes your world. Did you know that it was going to change everything else or did you just go into it for physical stuff? I went into it for physical stuff. Ironically, I was doing the, um, the P90X workout and no I, way. My, I really <laughs> was, I really was. And it was the first week, you know, they have different like videos for every day and it was, you know, I'll give this a try. And I got to the seventh day, which was the yoga day. And then on the eighth day, I'm like, well, you know, I'll just do the yoga one again. I'll just keep doing the yoga one. And then it must have been like two weeks of that before I finally got sick of the same jokes in the same sequence. And I went and took my first class and never went back. Wow. That's a, who knew, who knew P90X would get people into yoga. <laughs> <laughs> who knew that Tony Horton had that ability? <laughs> you know what? It's Actually, not the, I feel like not someone bad. else told me recently that P90X is what got them into yoga or they had done you know, yoga via P90X or something like that. His yoga sequence on there is actually like pretty decent. He's not the best yoga instructor because, you know, when you're in the middle of Warrior Two, you probably shouldn't say "get him up," but you know, <laughs> like he's he's a good motivational uh, fitness instructor. But for yoga, I, I'm glad I, I branched out. So you're teaching now, right? Full time. And you're loving it. I love it. I really do. And Teach 22 classes a week. 22. And, uh, 22. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. And um, I'm putting together my my first official teacher training. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot, but I like it. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm right there with you. I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> yeah. Right. I'm like, this is what I, if I have a day off, I end up taking more yoga. So I might as well just keep teaching it. And you had a fitness background before that, right? I did. Yes. I've been actually teaching fitness for over a decade. Okay, so what was your background in fitness? Because we're about to we're about to dig into all this stuff together. But what was your fitness background before yoga? Um, I actually started when I was in high school and early college. I did a lot of dance mm -hmm. and taught a lot of dance. Did a lot of dance, which when you're in dance, it usually leads to Pilates. And then I got into Pilates. I studied a bit of physical therapy background and did stop Pilates, which again is like a physical therapy Pilates. Right. And from there. Um, 
I actually also did some circus work. I taught some acrobatics, some acro yoga, and then eventually worked my way to yoga when I was in my mid-20s, and I've been teaching yoga for eight years. Wow. Okay. So let's talk about – here's, here's what we're going we're, we're gonna to chat about, how yoga, has cha- how yoga and fitness in general has changed, specifically yes. here in, in the States, and how it's grown in, in so many different directions, but – how have you, I mean, since you've been doing it for a while now, you've been teaching for eight years and then you were doing fitness stuff beforehand. What, like, I mean, what do you see the beast changing into? Uh, especially recently, actually. The, the big thing I notice is the, the classes are getting shorter. And I feel like recently, in the past couple of years, in some places, yoga is evolving into something beautiful. But then as more corporations are starting to get into yoga, we're starting to see it change into a fitness routine routine that's getting away from some of the roots of yoga. Um, you're seeing a lot more 60 minute classes where they discourage you from different things like chanting or oming or talking about principles. You're starting to see more, you know, you're seeing yoga sculpt programs and they're wonderful for fitness routines. It's just, um, I think they're getting a little less yogic. You know, you want yoga to encourage all the other principles. So what do you think the remedy is then? I think the remedy is balance more than anything. I love having the 60-minute options. It's great for people, especially here in America. People want that quick fix here. You know, people want a pill they can swallow. They want to get all their yoga. They want to get all their fitness into that one hour of the day. And I think we need to become better as teachers and in incorporating it into our flows, into our sequencing to make sure that we're getting those foundational principles that started yoga, that we created. Do you think that those, cause I would argue sometimes, you know, like, and I, and I've taught for a few places that are, that are like that, but like, I think for some people that's like the gateway into yoga. And then after exactly. they do that stuff for a little bit, then they're like, okay, wait, I want more of this, but I want a different taste of it. Yes. I agree with that. Actually. I think it's great as a gateway. It's important that, studios, studio owners, and teachers make sure that that's not the only way they go. Because you're starting to see studios now, like, um, I don't know, can I can I say brand names on sure, this station? Sure, why not? <laughs> you're seeing a lot of corporate yoga, like a uh, place like Core Power, where all their classes are strictly one hour. And right. you have the sculpts, you have all these different ones, but they're only an hour. They discourage yoga. I mean, they talk about their yoga principles and their teacher trainings but they don't encourage them as well as they should and these places are popping up all over the place and that's where people are going and is and it's good that if they would make sure that they added other components you know sure yeah and i think you know every 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 model has its own recipe and i think it works for them the way it works i think you know as teachers we get to decide in in our classes where we're allowed to what we want to share and what you know, we, we get to offer some teachers teach for a fitness background or from for, for fitness only, you know, and others teach to, to get people to be more in their bodies um, and, a more, and a more mindful practice. And others teach because they really want to get deep diving into the uh, to the spiritual aspect of it. And I think that there's nice to have a lot of options. What, what I do find is it's hard to police like, OK, well, what should be taught and what shouldn't be taught and what what is OK and what's not OK? And what is a practice and what's not a practice, you know? Absolutely. What are your thoughts on on like Yoga Alliance then? Um. Well, 
Yoga Alliance is really interesting to me. I don't really, you know, uh, although I don't know them really well outside of like the business that I, I do with them. Um, I think it's cool to have, you know, I think that it's smart to have some type of governing board, but I don't really see a lot happening, you know, with it, although I know they've gone through a lot of changes recently. So, you know, over the last couple of years, it's it's really changed a lot over there. But I, I don't know, I guess I, my head's so far removed from that that I, I don't really stress about it too much. <laughs> well, it's good not to stress. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's good to have a governing body. I agree with you. And I think it's good to have kind of like what we're talking about. It's good to have a standard. I think that standards need to change a bit to be a little bit more. It's funny to say that we need standards to have more open-mindedness, more different thought patterns. Like it'd be nice to see more studios that had multiple types of yoga, not just a vinyasa studio, but maybe also having like a Yengar or not just a, uh, like a Bikram studio having Ashtanga, you know, mix it up a little bit, different styles, different flavors, different amounts of time. Because I know, um, you know, where you guys are in San Francisco, there's, I mean, that's the hub. It's beautiful up there. You have that up there, which is wonderful. But if you move outward a bit, you get into the suburbs, you get out away. Sometimes the only options they have are places that are a strictly one thing. Right. Yeah. I think having the variety is really important, you know, and I think like, here's my, like, I, I get it. And I get where you're coming from. Like the purest of it, you know, I think is great. I think calling certain things yoga is not yoga. Like, like, yeah. let's, let's call it what it is. If we're taking pictures of acrobatics on Instagram, call it acrobatics. Cause it's not, <laughs> cause it's not yoga, you know? And like, and it's so ridiculous. It's like, it's almost like we're, we're pushing ourselves to, you know, go into these big, beautiful postures that, you know, like that's, that's what it's supposed to look like. And we forget that it's not a, a look like it's a feel. Exactly. I actually, I mean, just going on a tangent on that, there's a big debate I have with, um, there's a particular studio I work at and I talk to the studio owner, they want mirrors on every single wall. And I was always from a lineage where we did no mirrors. So, so that we encouraged how the posture felt and how the instructor corrected it to make it feel different as opposed to, you know, how good your yoga pants look in the mirror. Right, 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 right. Yeah, I think I like I don't ever get caught up on the mirror controversy thing. I could care less about mirror. I've never used a mirror before. Like I in, Ash, in Ashtanga, you don't have mirrors. In Ashtanga, you don't have mirrors, and yeah. that was that was always how it felt. <laughs> you can tell the Ashtangis because we're we're the curmudgeons of the group. <laughs> we're just like no, no. This is how this is how we do it. And yes, we are the Ashtangis of the group. Oh my God. I remember in that training that we did, I was just like, well, every, every answer I had was from the Ashtanga lineage and everyone was so annoyed. <laughs> well, in Ashtanga and then sitting next to each other, I'm just sitting there like, yeah, yeah, it's true. I was there. <laughs> He's right. The man's got a point. The man's got a He's point. He's right. Is everyone listening? Everyone should be listening. <laughs> no, I think that, you know, like as this, as this practice does grow and evolve and it does like anything else you know you can't get caught up on like the the past i think that you need to keep it real you need to do you also need to keep it fresh but i think that you need to not forget your background and you need to you know like your roots need to be there if not yes if not call it something different because that's what you're doing is something different if it's if it's rooted in yoga then let it be rooted in yoga and stay committed to that root in yoga but if you're going somewhere else with it make it something else yeah like call it something else you know if you're if you're basically doing like a fitness routine where you're using weights and you happen to do one down dog, I don't know if we should call that yoga sculpt. 
I think we should, we should probably call that a fitness routine of some sort. It's, it's one of those where you gotta, you gotta be aware of the roots. There should be guidelines or at least be very clear in your naming process. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I get it. It makes sense. I actually, I, you know, listen, I taught sculpt for a really long time. Um, <laughs> I taught at Core Power for many, many years, and and I and I love them. I, I actually, I really do. You know, when the company was uh, was ran by by Trevor, um, and still some of the key players that have really kept that energy alive. You know, it, they've done so many good things. They, they, what they've the way that they yeah. brought yoga to so many people is so magical to me. Like, I think that's so important, and I and I. I I love that they, you know, they got big enough where they could be pioneers of that, you know, but I I think that's, I think that's one flavor of yoga. And I think that if it gets, if it's, listen, if it's the gateway drug, then great. And if people start doing multiple things after that, awesome. I'm into it. It is a good gateway yoga. What worries me about them is they're, uh, they are getting big and they're expanding quick. Like they're trying to open, I think, four or five new locations in the Bay Area. They just opened a San Mateo branch that I've been working with. And it's a, a great studio. It's got great potential. I get a little worried, though, that if they're growing a little too much, too fast, they're going to start sacrificing a little bit of quality. And I see it a lot, especially at the studio that I'm familiar with where they're hosting teacher trainings now, but the teachers that are leading the teacher trainings have been teaching for less than a year Yeah. or are only 200 hour. They don't have the experience level yet. Um, there was one night where I was going in to just teach a class, but they were going in to teach teacher training and the leader came up to me just completely off her rocker nuts because she was supposed to teach a whole lecture on the chakras and she didn't know what they were. Whoa, that's not cool. I know. And so this is like one of those where you're like, you know, I think you should teach my class. Maybe, maybe I'll go in there for you. (laughs) Maybe we should switch roles. And, um, but that's kind of what got me thinking is I love that you have these places like core power, bringing so much yoga to so many people. But like we're saying, you need to make sure you have those roots. You have that quality before you, try to branch too quickly. You know, you don't right. want to open 12 locations when you only have enough qualified teachers for two and then have people taking yoga that will either push them down a different route. Maybe they don't like yoga, but maybe because the teacher wasn't ready. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I think it's just really investing in your people. I mean, you get, you get what you put into it. So. Yes, exactly. So Chris, you, you talk, you're go ahead, say, I said I didn't know you taught for Core Power. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, I taught for. Many, I actually managed for them, and and I had a really great time, man. I, I I love them, and they have a special place in my heart, and I really do believe in what they what they do. I think that you know, as obviously as I grew as a teacher, I grew out of that and went somewhere else and and started doing my own thing. But I think I think that they're the more listen, the more people that we can get to do yoga, the better. Yeah, exactly. They're the best gateway yoga that I've found. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, that, like I said, they, what they offer is really awesome. And, and uh, you know, just people change, and that's natural. I think people should change. If you're practicing yoga the same way your entire life, you got a problem. <laughs> you got, you've got issues. You've gotta, yeah, you've got it. you got to get out of that box. Something's got to change. Something's got to give. It's just the way it works, you know? That's, and that's, that's just the same thing as, as, like, if I was teaching the same yoga you know, from now, five five years from now, like something's wrong. If I'm not consistently putting in some work to 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 grow and learn, then I'm not doing the work. See, I don't even like. I wouldn't even like having to teach it. Like, um, 
I mean, I teach a Bikram lineage and it kind of drives me crazy because I'm just, every time I go in there, I'm like, guess what we're going to do next? You'll never guess. Just guess. Right. <laughs> it's the same, the same it's thing the same over thing. and over and over again. And guess what? It's hot. Yes. Yeah. Surprise. 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 <laughs> <laughs> just trying to keep the mystery alive. Yeah. Right. No kidding. That's awesome. So you teach 22 classes a week. What else do you have going on? Uh, for the most part, um, I got the 22 classes. I got a few privates. I am getting a teacher training. I'm trying to get that off the ground. I'm also helping uh, one of the studios I teach at. They're they're getting ready to expand, so I'm trying to help them put together a cohesive program where um, they started, ironically, as a Bikram studio, and now they have Iyengar, they have Vinyasa, and we're trying to expand their Vinyasa a little bit to get some more different flavors of vinyasa in there for them so nice. I'm, I'm trying to help them find teachers i'm trying to help them find program subs you know everything that goes into basically opening a new studio because right, right. they're adding another space right cool awesome well do you have a website where we could find you you yes my website is happydanceyoga.com awesome i'm gonna make sure to post that in the uh in the notes that way if people want to come catch one of your classes they can come scope you out Great. Nice. Well, do you have anything else to say, Christy, for uh, for the listeners uh, before we uh, end the show? Be well, be happy, and if it's not right, don't do it. <laughs> awesome. All right, everyone. Until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Danny and Christy saying peace out. Peace. Peace.